0: Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. The Source Code. Right now, some of my favorite people that are diving deep into understanding the nature of reality at a mathematical level are Dr. Brian Keating, and he's doing a great job at bringing people like Dr. Eric Weinstein and Dr. Stephen Wolfram onto his program and many others to discuss the nature of reality. And I would highly recommend you checking out his channel and into the impossible if you haven't yet and immerse yourself more in understanding that source code. So I want to speak about it from a couple of the different key concepts that I've been investigating. And first I would like to articulate if you haven't yet, You should look at the Benoit Mandelbrot's Infinite Fractal Zoom. So all you have to do is look up Mandelbrot Infinite Fractal Zoom, and then just watch that because that gives a very good representation at an abstract level of what it looks like for a source, a source code to emerge what is this and what we mean by this is we mean automata okay because we are self-making we are self-reproducing this biology that is single cell to multi-cell organisms and that has led up to humans and how humans procreate and produce more humans that is recursive so we are self-making self-reproducing and it does seem to be have been an orthogenesis that there has been a process that has went from single cell to multi-cell organisms that have evolved all the way up to humans and in a sort of decentralized unilinear style evolution to this point and it does seem to be so the seem to be many combinatorial options for that source code to emerge the different styles of automata. And the style that we know is we know the style of of carbon-based DNA encoded organisms. And there are many other styles of emergence from a source code many other combinatorial emergences okay so use your your walt disney use your pixar right we want to use our most creative faculties to imagine the possibility space of other combinatorics that are emerging from the source code I'm I'm attempting, right? And this Mandelbrot fractal zoom, it it looks like that source code emerging the different combinatorial automata. Okay? I'm trying my best to understand it, the abstract math. It's difficult for me and and many others. And so far it's been interesting understanding some of the concepts there have there's been a lot of discussion around the quaternions and how quaternion arithmetic emerges vibrational data and that that is our conscious agent experience in this holographic space time and that that abstract math also has category theory it also has Markovian morphisms it also has the mutations that occur through the quasi-species equation and the replicator equation for procreation. And this is a lot of Donald Huffman's work. So Donald Huffman is doing also some of the great work in understanding that source code, and how it is creating this. So these have been some of the places that I've been really happy to have been learning from Brian Keating, Eric Weinstein, Stephen Wolfram, their programs that they've been putting on as well as what Donald Hoffman is talking about. So I'm still trying to understand that abstract math. It is it's very fun. And there's a lot of of com- it, there's a lot of complexity in trying to understand how it's also infinitely far away which has been said that how how is it infinitely far away well when you look at something like the hopf fibration and you look at the images along with it it kind of looks like there's the emergence is coming from somewhere infinitely far away so it looks like this and you can go and look at these images and it helps and other good things to look up would be the mobius band then non-orientable surfaces and another thing the mobius strip and another thing is the the klein bottle so these are things that you can look up and try and dive deeper into understanding How these sorts of algebras, geometries, calculuses, trigonometries, how these different statistics are, what is at the source code, and what is the process of emergence. And I would also like to say that this goes back, although cutting edge science is doing an incredible job at understanding it, it's really interesting how 2500 years ago we had we had Heraclitus and we had Parmenides and we had them talking about becoming and being and we had people prior to that as well with Zoroaster and lots of other sort of even Egyptian spiritual leaders from the fertile crescent region from the Indus Valley region of course with the Buddhas and the Adi Shankaras and we had so many other people that were probing at um, Lao Tzu, at what is really going on at the most fundamental source code level. At that time, it wasn't conceptualized as a source code, but at that time, it was still, even on a very deeply spiritual level, it was still conceptualized as something that was in a sense, infinitely far away that was emerging the reality and the things like Plato's cave really gave us a a deeper understanding of what, how that process really could be. And so it's really important to remember that as we study today's cutting edge sciences, to also be students of the conversations between like Heraclitus and Parmenides around Becoming and being. Because if Sri Aurobindo and the mother Mira Alfasa are right, that becoming is the only being, meaning that the source codes emergence of all of the automata combinatorics are the only way of being is for us to be that emergence. The, the never ending becoming is the only being that then all of this triangulation happening from ancient spirituality to cutting edge science is in fact triangulating on this nature of reality from a mathematical standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint, and it's so so beautiful that it is happening. And it's the most beautiful thing that I've ever studied. It's the most beautiful thing that I've ever embodied and taken into my heart. And I would also like to explain how I I believe that it's not either or regarding, uh, seeing the love in understanding the source code and understanding the nature of reality and how it's also the love that you can have with when you look at another human being in the eyes, whether that be your spouse, right? Like your wife or your husband, whether that be your child, whether that be your friend, whether that be anybody that you're speaking with, and you're looking at them in the eyes, and you're seeing the beauty and the divinity and the love in the other, that when you're doing that process, the love that you feel there is the same love that you feel for the source code. It's the same love that you feel for understanding the nature of reality. And if we can truly bring those two things together where the love for each other at that depth of the heart and the psyche is also equivalent to the love that we have for understanding the true nature of reality, our source code, how it's emerging in combinatorial ways and automata that has an orthogenesis function towards some sort of an appearing recursion and how John Smart's Transcension Hypothesis may be in fact correct in that octave that we're going up towards. C, D, E, F, G, A, B. C, D, E, F, G, A, B. Do, Re, Mi, Fa, Sol, La, Ti. Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti. Over and over and over again. That that may in fact be what it's happening. And that there's beyond, beyond what is this automata orthogenesis to a recursive godhead as an attractor that is where our complex system evolves towards. Beyond that is what Kurt Gödel hypothesized as the incompleteness theorem, that we will never-endingly explore the candy store of infinite combinatorics. And Donald Hoffman has been very adamant about this as well. It's very interesting to hypothesize that there is a... in it's... in, in, in impossible and never-ending exploration of all of conscious experience and that is what this may in fact be one consciousness having the dissociative experiences of having eight billion of our individuals which are beautiful and unique and we are 99 99- genetically similar but we are 0.1% different and that is our unique gift that we get to bring to the world okay that's our unique artistic contribution our unique artistic conscious agent experience that we get to have of that one being the uniqueness the unique nerve ending of that one being that one becoming and that the candy store of qualia, of conscious experience, is in fact possibly a never-ending exploration for that one. We are that, tatvam asi, I and my father are one. Again, ancient spiritual wisdoms. And we are that going through this process of being a a source code of abstract math emerging the combinatorics of automata that are orthogenically evolving towards the godhead attractor of Ouroboros or recursion, and that there may be a Darwinian metaphysical implication of as above, so below. So just like here, we have natural selection, and we do realize that if there is a a tail end of a bell curve, where there is people that we've had, as we've talked to Jordan Peterson on our program before, that with people that do have an IQ as one measurement of viewing this, of people that don't have the working memory or the abstract capabilities of reasoning, many variables at the same time, that it's very difficult to fit them into our society at large. And so if that is the case, as we have a natural selection there and we make an inclusive stakeholding to try and bring people further up the bell curve, further up in terms of their ability to abstractly reason and be creative and try and fit them in a a friendly, loving, helpful way in our world, right? So we try and do that as natural selection. In a similar way, on a universal level, there may be a Darwinian metaphysical implication. So we do need to take this all seriously, our entire planet on a solar system and galaxy and universal level very seriously. And also we need to then potentially think about how there may be that similar style bell curve on a universal level and how we ourselves may be somewhere along that. Sometimes you can view it as we could potentially be pretty high up. Oh my goodness, we've made it into the AI age. Good job. And on other times you could think about, wow, we still have a lot of tyranny. We still have a lot of violence, um, a bunch of unnecessary suffering. So we may be pretty low. And so it's interesting to put it in these in this perspective as well and how that this style of a process of uh, eternal becoming or an eternal unfolding of a source code that continues to explore the infinite candy store of conscious agent experience may be the true nature of reality. And we need to understand it from a mathematical perspective, we need to understand it in a very scientific method, methodological way. And we need to understand it also from a spiritual way. We need to embody, we need to embody the realizations. And it does require the, the simple ways to just close the eyes and tune inward. And as the layers of identity are, are removed slowly, right? Of course, the identity is very important, very beautiful, and it, and it is, in fact, your unique gift, right? It's also peeling away those layers of identity slowly can be extremely insightful to think of not being the name, not being the all of the attachments that we have. And realizing that at the deepest levels, when our eyes are closed, and we're there, we are that consciousness, we are that awareness, we are that. And all of us are that when we close our eyes and we feel that, what we feel is just awareness. It's just consciousness. And that that when we open our eyes is our unique take of what our consciousness, our awareness is experiencing for the one. And so when we view it in this way as our unique artistic angle for that one and we have a lot of great visuals that we'll be producing with our big project that will help people with understanding this we do think it'll end up helping a lot so remember that the heart the love the prep the perforated heart It encompasses all of what we are discussing on both the metaphysics level in terms of love of truth, love of abstract mathematical source code, love of automata orthogenesis and recursion, and love of exploring the infinite candy store of possibility. Also love at the most simple familial level, where you're looking at your spouse, you're looking at your mom or dad, you're looking at your child, you're looking at your relatives, you're looking at other people in your community, and you're just there with them. You're looking at their eyes and you're seeing the divinity in them and they're seeing it in you and you have that radiating love together. And that same love is the same love on a metaphysical level. And so bringing those two things together is very, very important. There's not, it's not a difference. It's not so much that there's some sort of a stark difference between them, but rather a beautiful, coherent adoration of both at the same time. And if we can do that as scientists, as spiritual leaders, if we can do that as beautiful, loving family members in our communities as well, if we can harmonize those two, boom, it's beauty. It's straight up beauty. The tree is growing so beautiful of civilization. So I love you all very much. Wanted to make this this quick bit on some of these concepts that I've been looking at and how it may be helpful to some of you as well again check out brian keating's uh, channel and check out what they're talking about on his channel he's doing an exceptional work at bringing the minds together check that out and then also research some of these concepts if if they were familiar if they didn't sound familiar research them go deeper into it you guys know what to do you guys know the more truth obsessed you are the more it yields the more it yields and subscribe here if you haven't yet. Comment on the video below with your thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. Share the video with your friends, families, other people. And let's get them also passionate about digging deeper into this truth obsession. And that's it. I love you all so much. I'm so grateful for everything we have here. And we have a lot of huge projects coming up. and I'm very excited. I'm very grateful. And um, much love. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, and I will talk to you more soon. Peace.